This week's episode of Facts of Life is being brought to you by Merm. Wind down on May 4th, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. for a night of amazing food by Nappy Roots, good vibes by the Lineage Group, Reva Art Lucian, wine, music, and art making. Artists of all levels are welcome to gather as a collective to further their artist skills in a non-guided life drawing session. Bring your own sketchbooks, art materials, and get your tickets with the Early Bird promo, Early Bird, to get tickets for $5. Regular price tickets are $15. The location for this event will be announced on May 1st. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia, and these are the facts of my life. Hello, guys. It's another week. This month is almost over and I can't believe it. Today is the last day to do your taxes. I've been running around all, well, I haven't been running around, but I was trying to get my taxes done all day. And I still haven't got my taxes done because I got some things to figure out with the state of Connecticut. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Um, so I wanted to try something new and I've been trying to do this in my therapy sessions as well. But I want to start off with something positive. Um, so I want to, obviously, we're going to talk about how I'm living my best life. So we're going to start off positive. How I'm living my best life is, so this past Saturday, Beyonce did Coachella. And on Sunday, me and Marcus, we uh, reenacted one of the steps that she did in um the concert so that was really fun so that's how i'm living my best life um i've just been trying to you know keep my head above water basically um instead of focusing on my problems i've been focusing on solutions i'm officially six days sober i haven't relapsed yet so yay we're gonna put some clapping right there you know so yay for me and one of the things that I've been trying to do um I have been trying to meditate and I've been trying to do yoga every day I haven't been doing it every day because shit be getting real with my life and it be getting crazy so I have been trying to do it every day it's been about what a week and a half two weeks since i've been trying to meditate and do yoga so yeah if you're trying to, if you're also trying to be on the train with me of um, no smoking that's another way to help out with that it helps center your thoughts um helps me to relax instead of you know depending on weed to relax me I haven't been drinking as much. Um, I, I haven't been drinking as much in general because, oh, I'm lying. I went out. I went to, oh, I totally forgot to tell you guys. I went to a networking event on Friday. So I've been trying to make more time to go to networking events to try to show my face more. Obviously, if it's beneficial to me, like I told y'all before, like I bet I cut out on going out or whatever. But if it's a networking event where I can meet people and meet new people, then I'm willing to do that. So I went to a networking event on Friday. And then one of the girls that I met at the networking event, she invited me to a party on Friday and random ass party. It was one of her friend's birthday, but they rented an Airbnb. It was super nice. 
um, the girl, um, the girl's girlfriend, like, decorated, planned the whole thing. So everything was nice. Shout out to her. Her name is Dion. Like, she did a really great job. Um, like, from down to the cups that we were drinking out of, the games, um, the party favors. She had, like, this little photo booth set up at the party or whatever, which was really nice. And she used her iPad. It was just super nice. It was a super nice party. Um, I want to party with more people my age because I feel like, you know, we do house parties and we just want to chill. Like, we want, obviously, we want to drink and have fun. But it's like we're not trying to get rowdy and trying to turn up all the time, which I appreciate because everybody, we got to get up. Sometimes people got to get up for work the next morning. So it's like we're not trying to do the most, you know. So I appreciate parties like that. So some things that I wanted to discuss this week on the podcast is the Beachella, which is, well, Beyonce performed at Coachella. And like I said before on the About Me, I really don't talk much about Beyonce, but we about to talk about Beyonce today because if you know, I know, we know that Beyonce is one of the greatest performers of all time. She's going down in history as one of the greatest performers of all time. And a lot of people have been trying to compare her to MJ. And I think that Michael Jackson is also one of the greatest performers of all time. And so is Beyonce. So is Chris Brown. Like, they're all amazing in their own way. But we are going to focus on Beyonce today because Beyonce continues to reinvent herself, continues to set the bar high for her own damn self. Like, that's the type of shit that I'm trying to be on this year. And I don't got all the money in the world, but we got to figure it out. But anyway, like, she just constantly sets the bar high for herself, like, and that's the things that I appreciate about, not only as a performer, but as a person, like, she just never gives up, and somebody was talking about this on Twitter the other day, about how they, when they first started to um, listen to Beyonce, like, I remember the first time I heard Destiny's Child, I was at the Boys and Girls Club, and No, No, No came on. And one of these girls that I was trying to look up to or whatever, I don't know what she's doing with her life now. But anyway, she was singing the song to some little boy or whatever. My job was in the second grade. I think she had to be like in the third grade or whatever. But she was singing a song to this little boy or whatever. And I just remember because it's like we had a lot of parties, <clears throat> excuse me, at the Boys and Girls Club. And we had a lot of sleepovers. So they always had a DJ. Everybody was always dancing. So I remember that, like, singing it. I remember my mother buying me um, writings on the wall. It was bootleg. Sorry, no shame. But it was bootleg. And um, I remember my mother, she, I think I've gotten about every single Destiny's Child album, either for Christmas or for my birthday. My mother has bought me Destiny's Child dolls. I don't know where they're at now. I know I didn't throw them out, but I'm pretty sure that my mother threw them out. But that's the type of fan that I was, and that's the type of fan that I am. Like, yes, I was a fan of the group Destiny's Child, but I was also a fan of Beyonce. Like, Beyonce stuck out to me, obviously, because she was the lead singer. But she stuck out to me the most because I feel like she wanted, wanted it the most. And that's no shade, but, like, and her parents pushed her to be the best like you know like her obviously her father was her manager her mother was a stylist hairdresser whatever you want to call it but like you have like her parents were always on her side so I don't know I just it's just amazing to see like 
who she's become over the years. Like, I was eight years old. I'm about to be 27. Like, that's a, I think they started out when they were, like, teenagers. So it's, like, over 20 years of her performing and her dancing. It's, like, every single year, every single time she comes out with an album, she is progressing. And I love Beyonce because, one, she makes good music. And I love her work ethic because she always is progressing and trying to be the best. And she is she strives for perfection, but at the same time, she understands that nobody is going to be perfect either at the end of the day. You know, like she works hard so that it can it can be the best, but she knows that everything ain't going to be perfect all the time. Because even watching this performance, um, she messed up. So it's like, she's messed up on other performances. You know, it's like, she knows that, but I love that she keeps going, you know? Like, so if that's not a message for you today, it's gonna be a message for you today. Like, even if you fuck up, keep going. You know, like, don't let nobody see you down. Don't let nobody see you fuck up. Like, if you're gonna fuck up, fuck up and clean it up quick, fast, in a hurry, as as much as possible. And I want to talk about her little theme. So Beyonce did an HBCU theme. So if you're not familiar with the historically black colleges and universities, like they have the band, they have the marching bands, the majorettes and all that other stuff. So she incorporated all that shit, the stepping, the Greek life, all that shit. And I'm just like, this is amazing. Like, who like who came up with this? Like, who are you? Where did you come from? It was just amazing. It was just an amazing performance. She did lift every voice and sing. And I know y'all gonna be like, oh, I don't really care for that song anymore. And I think I don't care for it anymore because I sung it so much as a child in elementary school. It's just annoying that song. It's a long-ass fucking song that I don't want to sing. But anyway... So I'm not going to get too much into detail because I want everybody to see it, but I just appreciate her for bringing that culture to America because a lot of people don't know about it. A lot of people don't know about black culture, black culture, moral culture, whatever you want to call it, HBCU culture. So if you haven't already, I didn't go to HBCU. I went to a PWI. So I didn't get to experience that, but my mom went to HBCU and she did bring me to homecoming. So I've only been to one homecoming so far, um, but I, it was as a teenager. I haven't been to any. Oh, I'm lying. I went to a homecoming out here in Texas and um, TSU and it was fun. Like, it's always a good time. Like, nobody's fighting. Everybody's just trying to have a good ass black ass time. So I'm appreciative for her showing something positive about our culture instead of, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I watch a lot of reality TV, but like some, I'm appreciate that she brought something positive to the TV screen and something to make the Europeans mad. <laughs> All right. This week's episode of Facts of Life is being brought to you by The Lineage Group. Rever Art Lucian 2 presents Home is Where the Art Is. Come join us at a musical intervention 
April 28th, 6 to 9 p.m. on 23 Temple Street in New Haven, Connecticut. Artists and musicians who have been impacted by the issue of homelessness. A donation of your choice opens the door to a night of musical performances and a market of art. Tickets are available on Eventbrite. This event is being sponsored by Subway, Arts and Craftsman Supply, Stop and Shop, Mecca Noodle Bar, Dunkin' Donuts, and Whole Art Supply Store because it continues to happen. It continues to happen and it's gonna continue to happen because we are not on the same page. And that goes for black people as a, a group and that is white people, excuse me, Europeans as a group. So it's like, if we don't take the time to one, educate ourselves so that we know one, the truth as Moors, as black people too, I feel like Europeans need to take the time to sit down and educate themselves about the his the real history of black people, not the history that they teach in the schools, but the real ass history, what happened, you know, like I'll say this again, like we were the secret, we had the secrets, we held all the information, but we gave it to white people and then excuse me, Europeans, and then they turned around and used it for evil. And they're continuing to use it for evil. They're continue. they're in power. They're the ones in power. And it's fucked up, but it's like, that's what it is. But it's like, we have to band together and we have to stick together. And I was talking about this <clears throat> earlier with a friend about, you know, I don't think I put the... I put it in the group chat and on the Facebook group. So, whoa, let me find it. Cause I put a couple of things in the group chat. Do 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 Stop complaining every time a European does something racist. Stop complaining because by you complaining, it's not changing anything. So you have to take a step back and look at yourself and see what are you doing to help to make changes in the world. And so I put the video in the chat and... I said, this is something I wanted to talk about on the podcast this week. These two young, The two young men arrested in Starbucks. I'm not surprised someone called the cops on them. Why are we so outraged about the same things and we complain about the same things? So, um, one group member, Terry, said, well, his name is Two, his nickname. Um, he said, I think we get mad because we shouldn't get comfortable with injustice. And it's like, I'm not comfortable. Comfortable with being treated wrongly, but at the same time, like I'm not gonna sit here and boohoo and say like, oh well, Europeans, y'all keep doing this to us or whatever, blah blah blah. It's like no. What I want, what I would like to do is just stop supporting them. If Starbucks is gonna be racist, stop fucking shopping there. Stop spending your money with them. That goes for H and M, Starbucks, whoever. I don't give a fuck who it is. Stop. Stop doing it. But it's like, y'all, we feel like we need them. 
we need them in order to flourish, but because we haven't educated ourselves on how to make our own damn coffee, how to grow our, how to make our own fucking clothes, how to grow our own groceries. I mean, not grow, grow our groceries, how to grow our own food. You know, like, because we haven't educated ourselves on it, we're, we're going to constantly keep looking t- for them to, you know, validate our needs and our wants in our lives. And it's like, we don't need them. And until we figure out that we don't need them, we're going to keep being in the same position. So we need to look within ourselves and figure it out ourselves before we start blaming other people for something that we know that they're going to fucking do. You know, like, it's not a game. It's not a surprise. It's not like, I don't get it. I don't understand why we are so surprised and we get so upset about the same shit over and over again. I don't get upset about that shit anymore. Like, if I don't even shop at H&M anymore. Like, well, I don't even go shopping that often, but I'm not going to go shopping there if I feel like they're not being treat they're not treating me fairly they're not treating my skin color fairly like i'm gonna try to support a black owned business there's no black owned grocery stores but there's black owned coffee shops here in houston i don't know about wherever you're listening to if there's a black owned coffee shop start drinking there start getting your coffee from there start making the shit your damn self you know like figure it out figure out a way but it's like we so busy yelling and crying and protesting that we need to take a step back and look in the mirror and figure out what the fuck are we doing wrong and what we can do to change it so there's that so Shaquana so Shaquana said okay so now you're educated what's the next step so I said like I just said before stop supporting companies that are racist or you believe to be racist or that does racist shit to black people but everyone has to be on the same page. So she said, well, that is literally impossible. How can you compromise? You can't speak for things that can produce change that are not merely possible. There is no way to get everyone on the same page in America. I don't think it's impossible, but it's like you have to dig deep in yourself to be willing to make the change. And if you're not, then yes, it's going to continue to be impossible, but everybody is not willing to dig deep in their self and to figure out what is the right thing to do, you know, with this country because we have been so brainwashed to think that we got to be divided and, you know, like, no. You can pose a boycott. Sorry, I'm continuing what she said. You can pose a boycott, but that will last a few weeks if that. Also, way more than half of the things we use are made from racist ancestors from our insurance... from our insurance company to the cars you and I drive to the companies that build our house. So again, I don't understand how talking about people being educated is any different than people complaining or getting angry about situations like this Starbucks incident. Like I said, yes, a lot of these companies are owned by Europeans and a lot of them are racist. And again, not everybody is racist. So I want everybody... Ow, ow. No, I didn't say that everybody's racist. A lot of Europeans are racist. And they're racist because they don't even know the fucking truth. Or they, if they do know the truth, they don't like the truth. You know, they don't, they don't like the truth about us. They don't like that we're smart. That we are important. That we 
are the shit. Like, black people are the shit. You know, like, they don't like that. They they want us to be beneath them. They want to have all the control, but it's like, we don't even know what type of control that we have because, again, we have not educated ourselves. So it's like, again, I don't have all the money in the world, so I can't start an insurance company. I can't start. I know there's black-owned banks um, in Houston. I don't know about other places in America. Well, I know there's a couple in New York in Connecticut. I know that there's no black-owned banks, but... There's black-owned banks. We could start a black-owned car dealership. We could, there's some black people that could make their own car, but it's like, are we willing to put the time and the effort to do it? No. So that's why it's impossible, because there's nobody willing to do the shit. So it's like, until we are willing to do it, it's going to continue to be the same shit, and yes, it's going to continue to be impossible. So... That's all I have to say about that, about the whole Starbucks incident. Stop drinking there. Make your own fucking coffee. Stop shopping at H&M. Stop. Make, find somebody that is on the same page as you that can start an insurance company that has, may, maybe have the money. Like, I don't know a lot of people that have money to start their own car insurance company, own health insurance company. Like, I don't know a lot of people like that. So I think these are only ideas. But again, if I'm not telling them to the right people, then nothing's going to happen. Okay? Okay. And there's also, obviously, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. But... One of the things that has been on my mind is a conversation that I had with a, I don't even know if they're a friend anymore. I don't even fucking know. And at this point, obviously I do care because I'm talking about it. But after this, I'm done talking about it. So a couple of people that I met out, well, one girl I met in Connecticut, but she's from Houston. She moved back. Another girl, I did meet her out here. They were already friends. So we were all hanging out together. You guys have probably seen them on my Snapchat or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But long story short, I invited them to come to the podcast celebration back in February. They didn't come. And I really feel like one of the girls, she didn't want to come, but she didn't want to say it. And I feel like both of them are very passive. And I don't give a fuck how anybody feel about it. Like, they are passive. So, anyway, I told them, I told, I was talking to my, I'm about to say supervisor. I was talking to my therapist about it. And she was telling me, like, you can tell them how you feel about the situation, but don't expect anything to change. Don't expect anything in return. So I thought about it. I wasn't going to say anything, but I thought about it. And when she said that, I realized that I expect too much from people. And I think I expect too much from people because I'm always willing to give to people. Like, if I have it, I'm going to give it to you. And if I have the time, I'm going to, you know, if I can make time to support you, I'm going to do that. But I never get the same in return from other people. But anyway... So I ended up telling them how I felt. One girl responded. Another girl ignored me. And then she called me a couple of days later. And she's like, oh, well. And this is me. And the, the moral of the story is about complaining versus venting. So 
she calls me a couple of days later. She's asking me to go to the rodeo. And I was like, no, I don't want to go to the rodeo because I don't want to fucking go anyway. But I guess that was her way of making up for not coming or not responding. But my thing is, like, why not just acknowledge how I feel? Like, I'm not expect. Like, when I said what I said about them not coming, I wasn't expecting anything in return, you know? And I try to think about what I said and how I said it. Because it wasn't, like, I feel like how I said it, I was venting, I was expressing myself, I wasn't complaining, like, oh, well, you do this, I was saying, like, oh, well, I feel this way, and my feelings were hurt, and that was it, you know, like, so she felt like her inviting me to the rodeo, that was making up for it, but it's like, with me and how I do things, I need you to acknowledge how I feel, don't just say whatever and do whatever like how you want to do because it's convenient for you like that's not fair and that's not how friendships should work so anyway she ignored me so she ignored me she called me and I was like oh I don't know if I want to go to the rodeo because I don't want to go but then I thought about it like bitch you ignore me and then you decided like you were just gonna call me and think like you know not saying like it's all good but it's like at least acknowledge how I felt and then we could move past it but it's like you ain't even give me the opportunity to do that because it sounds like I'm crying but I'm not because I need some water right now but anyway (coughs) excuse me so she didn't even give me the opportunity to do that so that's why I felt some type of way and I was like I'm not going to the rodeo with you like fuck that no so so some time has passed. I reach out to them in a group chat. One girl responds and she's like, oh, well, I'm confused. Like, cause I guess they feel like I, they thought I was still mad, but it's like, I'm not mad. And I'm like asking them like, do you have a problem? Cause I don't have an issue. I was explaining to them that when I told them how I felt, I wasn't expecting anything in return. I was telling you how I felt and let's move past it. But They obviously felt like I felt some type of way. I don't fucking know. But anyway, sorry, I'm not crying. So anyway, so sometime after that conversation, sometime has passed, been like a few weeks, two weeks, whatever. So I reach out to them again. And... Mind you, I wrote, I reached out twice, and after this, I'm done. Like, I'm done. Actually, I'm not, I deleted their numbers, so I'm good. Delete the group chats, whatever. So anyway, because it's like, obviously, we're not, we're not really friends. Like, you can't move past this, so whatever. So I end up calling one of the girls because she's ignoring me again for the second time. So she's like, oh, well. I thought the friendship was done or whatever, and you complain a lot and or oh, whatever, blah blah blah. So I'm like, I complain a lot. She's like, oh, you look for attention. I'm just like, I don't look for attention because one, you ain't my nigga and you ain't fucking me, so I don't need no attention from you. But it's like if we're friends and I tell you something, you should be able to acknowledge that. You know, like I don't give a fuck what happened. Like, and I gave her an example, like. You just thought that I was just going to hop up and go to the rodeo with you and after you ignore me. But it's like the example that I gave her was like, say if she broke her leg and I'm like, hey, and she's in pain. And I'm not saying that I'm in, I was in pain about it, but I did feel some type of way about it. But anyway, say if she's in pain, you know, like and I'm like, oh, hey, you want to go to the rodeo? 
after she just broke her leg or had surgery on her leg, like, I feel like that's super insensitive, knowing that you're in pain with your leg and you're not going to be able to walk around, you know, like, so she was like, oh, well, that's not the same, like, bitch, it is the same, so what I wanted to say is, like, I don't, I don't, well, everybody complains, but... I wanted to go over the complaining versus venting or expressing how you feel just so that there's some clarity on what I was trying to tell them in the first fucking place. So complaining is when you are saying, oh, well, my tire is flat and blah 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 and uh my rim is scratched or whatever and it's like you're looking for a solution but you're not willing to take the steps to get the solution or make the solution or resolve the problem like you're just looking to complain about the problem instead of making or figuring out a solution to fix the problem that's complaining. So when I told them about how I felt, I already knew what the solution was. Not to expect anything from them, but to express how I felt. The solution was, I'm just not going to invite y'all to nothing I have going on. I'm not going to tell y'all about my podcast. That was a solution for me, but I just wanted y'all to know how I felt about the situation, you know? So that is complaining versus venting and expressing your feelings okay thank you all right so last thing learning to when to move on and this ties back into the story that I just told about the friends or whatever because like I reached out twice you know and I'm not in high school you know like I'm 26 going on 27 in May I'm not in high school anymore so it's like if you don't have an issue then we should be able to move on. But it's like, obviously, y'all have an issue. Y'all can't say that y'all have an issue. But it's like, when I have an issue, I'm going to speak up and I'm going to say something. You know, like, I'm not going to sit around and let it linger or be passive aggressive towards you, ignore you if I have a problem. You know, like, I don't do shit like that because I'm too fucking old. So it's like, if you have an issue, you speak up and you fucking say something. And if not, then we just not going to be friends. And, you know, just based off of me reaching out twice and them not being receptive to it, I feel like it says a lot about more about them than it does about me. You know, because, like, again, like I said, I wasn't willing. I mean, I wasn't expecting for them to, you know, jump off a bridge and kill themselves because they didn't come to my thing. Like, that's not what the solution was. But anyway, know when it's time to move on. How do you know when it's time to move on? When you're constantly reaching out to the person, you're being ignored. And this goes for romantic relationships. This goes for friendships. This goes for family members. I don't care who it is. When you're constantly reaching out, they're ignoring you. But before you just completely write them off, always try to see what's up with them. Like, are they okay? Are they going through something before you say, oh, well, fuck them. They're not responding to me or whatever, whatever. Like, I would try to figure out and communicate what's going on, which I did, um, you know, before I'm just, like, completely like, oh, well, fuck them, you know? Like, so communicate and try to figure out what's going on. If you're reaching out to them and they're not returning your phone calls, returning your text messages, figure out 
what's wrong with them you constantly trying to make an effort even if they say oh yeah i'm good you constantly trying to make an effort hang out with them talk to them whatever the case is and they're not being receptive to it that's when it's time to move on and also when it's time to move on is if they're like being mean you know like or if you are what will i say and Sometimes in life, it's time to move on. And if it's real, it will come back. If this friendship was real with these two people, then we will be able to be back on the same page or be able to communicate again. If it's not real, then it's just not real. And sometimes people are in your life for seasons and reasons. And you have to make sure that you're able to differentiate that. Because I think, and for me, I think it's kind of hurtful. Well, not hurtful, but it's just like, damn, you know, I wish that I could have maintained this friendship because it's like, these are the two girls that I've been hanging out with. I'm able to go out with, have fun. We have really good conversations or whatever. So it is kind of hurtful to know that, you know, they don't want to be my friend anymore because, and it's, it's stupid as fuck. It's childish, you know, at the same time, like they can't come out and say that shit to me, you know, instead of being a passive aggressive bitch, you know, like, I don't like that shit. Like, I'm sorry, you know, like, I don't care for that type of shit, whatever. So, if I haven't left you with anything, these are the facts of my life. I hope you guys are learning to educate yourself on how to not be a victim of this racism shit and injustice shit. I hope you guys are learning when to move on, how to communicate, what the difference is between complaining versus venting. And I hope that you get your life with that beach hella shit. You feel me? Get your motherfucking life. Watch that shit. It's two hours. I haven't watched the whole two hours in one sitting because I have shit to do and I'm an adult. So maybe one day when I feel like, you know, let me just sit down and watch this shit. I have a little bit more free time to spare. I can do that because I'm currently an hour and 15 minutes late to work right now because I was trying to get my taxes done today. So I needed to get this done before I went to work so that I can come home and be productive. So again, make sure you guys are subscribed to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, following on SoundCloud, following on Google Play, following on Stitcher. And again, I appreciate you guys for listening. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. If you are on the same wave as me as the non-smoking thing, stay strong, meditate, um, use your coping skills, And thank you again for listening. Bye-bye.